What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 390th episode, 390 of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I am your host, SBJ. With me, I have Will. And I shout out to all the teens and not teens of the world (laughs) with braces and everything. I am with you, my friends, for the next year. If people think I speak a little funny again, or worse, more funny than I used to, it's because I have started Invisalign, and I, I'm, I'm in that place with you, at least for the next 52 weeks. You hate it? Uh, hate is a strong word, because this is something I wanted for myself. Uh, <laughs> so you can still hate it. Certainly challenged. Uh, okay. A lot of unexpected bits that are life impacting, but uh, you know, I'll I'll work through it for the next year so that I can learn to smile again, potentially. That well, again wouldn't be smiling the first time. I mean, I smiled when I was like two years oh, old. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sure. That All babies out. smile when they fart. Come on. <laughs> What a way to start off this year. Uh, Greg is here. Hello, hello, hello. I am here, bringing all the cheer that Will doesn't bring. Greg with his perfect teeth and his perfect smile. I hate him. Greg, Greg, Greg. (laughs) Don't look at my bottom row. (laughs) Fucking teeth. Forward here. We got some Pokemon news. We have some uh, Pokemon Go news, of course. Guess we can talk about the Cynthia that arrived in Pokemon Masters. There was a Pokemon Sword and Shield event in the last week. If you missed it, you missed it. It's over now. It. But we can uh, we can talk about it because it was really cool. And the new competitive has started in Sword and Shield. And that's it. That's that's what we got to talk about today. Hopefully, you all had a happy New Year. Uh, without further delay, let's let's kick off the news with the most exciting news first, and then it'll be all downhill. This is uh, this is uh, James from our Slack community sent this in off NintendoLife.com. Your next Pokemon, build a bear, is Flareon. Ooh, I know at least two people who love Flareon. At least two. Can we just say only two? I mean, I can't say that scientifically. Other Pokemon, no. <laughs> How do those two people feel about? always being wrong in life uh well one was your roommate so how did he feel very wrong in life he's making furniture now so Uh, you know he makes some beautiful furniture he does he uh (laughs) build a bear is continuing their collaboration with pokemon uh which is actually probably the more exciting news here that build a bear and pokemon have this relationship that they, is, they haven't yeah. gotten divorced yeah yeah it's, it's still yeah, going strong it's very impressive the latest addition to the pokemon build a bear lineup is flareon an evolution of the already available eevee it is the first evolution of eevee we've seen in build a bear form uh, this is purely speculation on our part we can imagine this could mean we could see more eevees in the future <laughs> You know, I'm glad you wrote it that way, Nintendo Life, because that yeah. is true. We shouldn't assume. But what I can, I can tell you as somebody who is deep in the Pokemon community, whether that is for better or for worse, we do joke about Flareon being the least popular, but it it is. It is the least popular. 
It's wait, it's even less popular than Vaporeon. Oh, Vaporeon's very popular. Vaporeon's With big. With that fishy tail thing? It's cute. No. Yeah. Flareon doesn't even benefit from being good competitively. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it's true. Look, okay. we are, we're not all here for your battle amusements, well, Caesar. I mean, that's what the game is. It's battle amusements the game. If I, uh, <laughs> if I put a, so that my my tinfoil hat theory, this is this oh, is all man. this is all twenty twenty. My tinfoil hat theory is some of the most popular EV evolutions. I would say top three are probably Umbreon, Espeon, and Sylveon. Those are probably top three statistically. I, I could agree with you. Yes, yeah. I have a Sylveon hat, and I think because Flareon is the worst, my theory is they're starting with the worst, so they know baseline what sales should be going forward. I, I okay. Two things. Number one, please don't ever say 2020 for the rest of the year because every time somebody says that now, I'm confused whether they're referencing the year or whether they're referencing Clear Vision. So that's <laughs> d- banned for this or program. The show. That didn't that go out of business? Is that 50-50? <laughs> go out of business. N- number two. <laughs> Yes, well, the TV see. show went out of business. <laughs> what was, what was the first Build-A-Bear that so. they did? What was the first Build-A-Bear Pokemon they Pikachu. did? Pikachu. Yeah. So was that like the least loved one so they could find out whether it would be a successful business venture at that point in time? No, no. They, you, don't put, you don't collab with Build-A-Bear and expect Pikachu not to sell. The no, thing with but, the- <laughs> but you start with like Bulbasaur. No, no. Well, no. Bulbasaur is popular. It's number one in the Pokedex. It's obviously the most popular Pokemon. Because <laughs> that's how that was. If, done. If, if Does anybody going... else think that Flareon's face in this picture is really pinched, really weird? Yeah, it's really pinchy. You can't. I mean, you could. You could just do Umbreon and Espeon, but then people. Then, but then you fall into the trap of people demanding the other ones. So with Pikachu, it's like one and done, right? We did the Pikachu. It sold millions. Eevee sold millions. All right, well, we really want to give people Sylveon, Espeon, and Umbreon, but we can't give them three of the, I don't know, eight, seven, eight, how many are there? We have to eventually give them Flareon. So it's like, it's like the, it's like the <laughs> Band-Aid on your arm. You just got to rip it off. All right, here's your Flareon. Quickly get it out the door. Okay, it only sold five. All right, well, at least we know we can tell our Build-A-Bear stockholders Fear not. This will, we we already knew this was our worst selling EV evolution. I'm I'm a little confused because the the actual EV that they did for Build a Bear mm-hmm. is super cute. Is very cute. The Bulbasaur is probably Why the best one they've done. Does the Flareon look have like such a weird pinch face? It looks like a. Uh, gray from a spaceship that's coming to take me away and perform weird medical experiments on me in their UFO. That's the kind of face it has. Yeah, it's in their orbital. Get it? Get it? Pokemon pun. And you said a UFO, and then I changed it to their orbital. I don't know what an orbital is. Yeah, that's going to be lost on a person that hasn't played the game, <laughs> Steve. Oh. <laughs> Look, I told you the story of the octillery. I, I just, I need a moment. Well, as you take a moment, we'll we'll move on to uh, our Pokemon Masters news. We kind of touched on this last week. Pokemon Masters, Cynthia and Dre, or Lance and Cynthia were added, but not at the same time. Even though they both appeared in the 
I don't know, hallway, event hall. I don't know what that is, space is called. The big Pokemon Center. <laughs> <laughs> it probably has a name. <laughs> the hallway. <laughs> it's, it's the gathering hall. It's the gathering hall. Cynthia. Welcome to the Pokemon hallway, everybody. Cynthia is now available. Yep, I haven't pulled her yet. I have pulled her. The Sogaleo event is now on. Yep. They... <laughs> Bless the team at Pokemon Masters. They they said, don't worry, everyone. It's easier than Mewtwo. I was able to do uh, the Solgaleo event in less than an hour uh, just by hitting the, like, battle again over and over. And I think I got, like, 10 tickets every time, and you need 100, and then you get Solgaleo, or Solgaleo. Yep. Solgaleo, I think is how you say Sogaleo. it. You get Solgaleo. And I have it, but there's more missions after it. I think Team Lear. No, the dude's name is Lear. What's what is the bad team name? Team Mask. I don't know. They show up. <laughs> no, this isn't Pokemon Duel. I can't beat them yet. And then I realized. So this is my question for you, Greg. Yes. When you go to Trisha, it's Fy. It's Team Break. That's the Team bad Break. Got it. When you go to Trisha, she wants a million tickets. Sure, first she wants yeah. four hundred, and then she wants like six hundred, and then she wants a thousand. Where am I get? I was only getting ten tickets a mission. Who is grinding out four thousand tickets, and why? Like I already have the Sogaleo. So, but okay, so the first time you do the first three co-ops, you get boosted tickets. What so are you, you talking have- boosted? Like two hundred? Yeah. So. I think I ended up today with 300 after I ran everything today, just from running those three um, for the co-op, because it's super... I haven't done the fourth one, because the fourth one, like... So, in th- the weird thing is, in the Mewtwo event, you used to get you get Mewtwo tickets from the first three, but you did get it for the hardest one. You got gems, maybe? And it looks like it's the same this way. You don't get tickets when you do the fourth event. You just get gems. So, I haven't run the fourth one, because... It's difficult, and running it with strangers where you can't communicate is just frustrating, so I've skipped it. But every day when you run those co-op ones the first time, you get boosted tickets, which is the only way to get tickets to power up your pair. Well, you ha- well if you have Cynthia, I don't think you have to communicate, right? Aren't people going in well, with three Cynthias? Yeah, except the fourth one, generally, um, if you don't do the exact prescribed thing you'll get wiped out this is the way it was for Mewtwo uh like if somebody didn't come in with a way to eliminate their stat increases they one shot everybody so I haven't done it because I'm not like the Mewtwo one was so frustrating that I decided that I didn't want to be frustrated running this one (laughs) so I've just been doing the first three but the first the every day if you run those first three you get extra super extra tickets okay I haven't unlocked the uh, co-op stuff yet. Oh, yeah, you need to do that. <laughs> I'm on, like, chapter 9, which I think mm. is... I think there's 18 chapters? Um, No. I think there's 16. Oh, no. okay. Well, there might be 18. I don't know. I'm not there. I'm making it. You didn't beat the story, so co-op no, is somewhere the in the yet. story, I'm assuming. Yeah. So I have a love, I have a love hate relationship with this game because I've been oh, playing. Wait, there's 20 chapters. Oh, geez. I just okay. looked. I have a love hate relationship with this game. Mm-hmm. I have hit the wall. You talked about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need a bunch of red soda. Yep. So I guess I just grind missions for red soda. I suppose. Yep. 
And this is this is my biggest complaint with the game is that grinding those you can't you can't auto skip it. Like you can't you have to play the game because their auto function is still real not great. Unlike a lot of other gacha games where you slowly over time build up skip tickets, there's no such thing in this game. So I can't say, well, I need fifty more. Red oh, pops. see, this and is I'm where done. your knowledge comes in because you play other yeah. gacha games. So they have and, the same know, grind, but you can just yeah. pay to skip it with tickets that you Correct. earn. That you've earned. So, like in other games, I can just say, "Well, I need some more. I need some more light orbs. I'll go to the light orbs one that I've already completed. It knows that I've done it, and I'll just hit the skip ticket option, and it just says, "Okay, here's your rewards." Because you, I've already proven to the game that I've done this. So what frustrates me in Masters is I've proven to the game that I've done this many, many, many times. I should be able to just say, please don't waste my time making me do this again. Let me have an option to spend a ticket to skip it. And then earning those tickets can be difficult or slow. But like, give me something that allows me to power up quickly so I don't have to feel like all I'm doing is grinding. And that's what often turns me off of playing Masters. Like, right now I'm playing the Solgaleo one. The co-op stuff is pretty easy for the first three. I can breeze through them. You know, they're kind of fun. Um, but, like, the thought of trying to complete Chapter 20, because I have to level up a certain sync pair to be able to do it, which means I have to grind, and there's no good way of grinding, That that's often where I'm like, I'm just going to not play the game for a while, because I... I'm so frustrated having to grind with no quick way past it. I was going to ask, like, how, how, what keeps you going back all the time? But if you're going to be taking a break, then that's yeah, where you I take, are. I take a lot of breaks from Pokemon Masters. That's, that's a good question, because for me, because I ignored this game for a couple months, besides, like, logging in and getting gems, right? They've been, the, the Pokemon Master DNA, the the publisher of, not publisher, um, the developer of Pokemon Masters has definitely given out a lot of gems. Yes. I don't think we're going to not stop talking about Pokemon Masters in the foreseeable future, uh, since it's kind of become this game that updates very frequently, like Pokemon Go. Uh, but for for now, if you are slight, if you are ever, ever so slightly interested in Pokemon Masters, uh, the first three times you log in as of two, tw- 2020, sorry, Will, as of this year, uh, you can get a thousand gems for the first three days, which is three thousand gems, which is ten pulls. Yep. Which is very generous, and I don't know if it counts or if you had to log in on New Year's Day, but then they gave a bonus two thousand and twenty gems on New Year's Day. I don't know if that's still available. I don't think it is. But there, there's like a fourteen day event right now. The first three days are a thousand gems. It doesn't matter where in the fourteen days you start logging in. So again, if you're slightly curious in Masters, three thousand gems is a lot for free, yep. and you just log in, you hit claim reward, and then you can go. And I did this for several months, uh, where they they've had, um, you know, fifty gems log in, a hundred gems log in. You know, you log in fourteen days in a row. At the end, you get two thousand gems. They've done a lot of these over the last few months, so I was able to save up fifty thousand gems. And I think what finally hooked me is I pulled characters I cared about, and the one that, like, super stuck out for whatever reason uh, is Eliza, who is the gym leader in Black and White and Black and White 2. She's the she's fashion model. The fashion model. And she Electric has, gym leader. Yes, and she has Zepstrika, 
And it's the the thing that Pokemon Masters does so well and what keeps me coming back, Will, is like once you find a character that you can like, hearing them talk, seeing actual personality in them, which is what Masters is like top tier right now. It's just like the little bit of dialogue that prior to like main series Pokemon games being like, should they have voice acting in main series Pokemon games? I would I would in the past argue like, no, that's too much time and money they could use in other places uh it's very hard to localize a game in like eight different languages especially because pokemon games now ship worldwide there's a lot of dialogue in pokemon games and i mean a small but very vocal amount of pokemon fans already want to skip all the cutscenes, anyways (laughs) Uh, i don't think anyone even if somebody's never played pokemon my thought process is who would run out who's like no i don't want a pokemon game but, oh, if they added voice acting, now I'm in. Like, that's not probably a situation most people who have never touched the series, like, that's not their main complaint, is the lack of voice acting. So when I heard Masters had, like, voice acting, I was like, what? But it's not, like, full voice acting. It's no, just, like, these little quips. Yeah. But those little quips add so much character to yeah, it. Yeah, they do. Uh, that, so does Eliza just go, wow, that attack was Zeb striking? <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> when you... When you pull a character for the first time, like if you pull Wolfric or Mar- Marlin or uh, Agatha, they will Please use... Please let me never pull Wolfric. Ugh. Oh, I got... worst I character you, oh, ever. Wolfric and Bugsy up. Ugh. I got a lot of Candices. So, like, when you pull Eliza, she's like, hi, I'm Eliza. And it's like, oh, I actually know how to say your name now. <laughs> yeah. And then she'll she'll say, like, one thing about her. And then when you're playing with her, she'll just have like these little quips of like, let's go, or uh, you can do That's it. Zeb striking. No, I don't think she's ever said that. No, no. And then and when you lose, she's like, how emolgulating. <laughs> I don't know. No. She had an emolga. No. She, she did. did. She did. So this comes she back to this. Cynthia, where I think obviously DNA is not foolish. They know, <laughs> they've done their research. They know <laughs> what trainers slash people the audience wants so like holding back chris for a while holding back cynthia holding back lance is smart because uh people will hoard gems or save gems or in this case i'm sure with cynthia people they probably saw an uptake in revenue uh, because one not only do people love cynthia but two uh, cynthia's is very very good yes in when there aren't any good grounds other than cynthia like it was a much needed addition i will say a couple of things that they have done so they've mitigated how bad pulls feel by letting you pull more often now so that you know when you get your eighth bugsy in the row it doesn't feel like where it did before i have to wait another month before i can pull again because gems are coming much more regularly so it's mitigated how bad summoning used to feel it still doesn't feel great but it's not as bad my other sort of major complaint with the game still is if you're a big Pokemon player, they do not play by the same type rules. So dark types are not immune to psychic. They're, you know, things that should have double weaknesses only have the weakness that's listed above their head and no others. So it's it's a bit frustrating when you're used to playing the other Pokemon games that Masters works very differently. So when you're planning something, you're like, why did that happen? <laughs> well, you got to think of it like the TCG where they're like, yeah. uh, grass, bug, poison. Right. Uh, they'll so, all be one energy. 
it yeah it frustrating in that fact it doesn't you have to sort of put masters in its own category like it plays by its own rule now and what you think will work or won't work you have to learn the rules of masters which is a little frustrating it's it's like okay it was particularly frustrating during the Mewtwo events because you know, you'd have everybody have a team of their dark Pokemon and it was like psychic one shot it. And I'm like, Oh, how? <laughs> 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 yeah. But Pokemon go is the same yes. where moves will still do damage when they shouldn't. Yeah. It's just, it's, you know, right when I'm playing the other game and I'm very deep into a great game, switching to this where it plays by its own rules. is just like, mm. all right, I see you. Speaking of the TCG, this is off Pokemon.com. Pokemon TCG Meowth VMAX Special Collection is now available. This collection includes one promo card featuring Meowth V, one promo card featuring Meowth VMAX, one oversized foil card featuring Meowth VMAX at an impressive size. Five Pokemon... Is it like extra long or... No, it's just the same big card. Not extra long. Five Pokemon TCG booster packs and a code for the Pokemon trading card game online. So I think this is the first VMAX card that is on sale. I don't. I know there's the Scorbunny Sobble Grookey boxes that are available, but I don't think they come with... Well, the, all these packs are coming with older cards, um, but if you wanted like a Sobble card early, like those exist. But I don't think we're yeah, getting... Yeah, but those are always bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we're getting... <laughs> Galar stuff until February? I'm pretty sure it's February. So it's soon. It's soon. What was it? There was, um, when we were playing Will, I can't remember specifically what it, what, what starters there were, but it wasn't, was it, it was back in Gen 5. I want to say it was maybe like Zerua, where there was a specifically like a McDonald's Zerua that was like slightly better than the other Zeruas. Like it had like 10 more HP, I think. Was it Zura or was it Dino? Uh, I can't. Mm, I can't remember. Uh, there was something though that like McDonald's would have toy like Pokemon toys, and they would always come with a Pokemon card. But something in the McDonald's set had ten more HP than what you would normally get in like another set, and that's like pretty common. Where it's like there's three different Chikoritas, and one Chikorita has this move, and another Chikorita has this move, but they both have, like, one retreat and 60 HP, but this McDonald's Chikorita has worse moves, <laughs> but it has 70 HP, which is good for, because a lot of bench attacks will do 30, so two 30s is 60, knockout, but because it had 70, I can't remember what it was. Anyways. I am disturbed that there's actually something, there is a rarity, not a rarity code, a set code for McDonald's collection. There are, yeah. Oh, is there? Yeah. <laughs> yes. They they and... they fit in the overall collection thing. Huh. Well, I mean, this is a Azura with 50 HP and the McDonald's collection card. Boy, there are a lot of Zeruas printed. Oh, you know, speaking about weird collection stuff, I forgot to bring this up on the, the show. This is TCG related. But back when Detective Pikachu came out, they did... um. They did, like, exclusive cards at GameStop and Target and Walmart, I think, were the three. So, like, the day after Detective Pikachu came out for that weekend, you were, you were like, supposed to be able to go into GameStop and then ask for... I think GameStop had, like, Snubble and say, like, hey, do you have the Snubble card? And they gave it... They gave me the Snubble card, and then I think they had a poster. And then it wasn't until, like, the following week they were available at Target 
And I think that was the same time the Bulbasaur like Funko Pop came out. And so when you went to Target, they had, I want, I want to say like Psyduck. And so these, again, are just like the McDonald's stuff. They're like numbered cards. And so, of course, me being a sucker, I bought the giant Bulbasaur Funko Pop. I uh, used my Pokemon Pass and I scanned inside. Oh, it was also when the uh, shiny Pikachu and shiny Eevee were available in Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, and then I got my Snubble card. And then it wasn't available until like two weeks later that the Bulbasaur card was available at Walmart. So I went to Walmart that weekend. They had no clue what I'm talking about. So I went to a different Walmart. No clue what I'm talking about. Then we, I went all the way out to Waukesha. Waukesha's not that far. I don't know why I said all the way out to Waukesha. Oh, Waukesha. No oh I, gee, I had to drive all the way to Eden Prairie. <laughs> oh, good gracious. And they kind of knew what I was talking about, but they were like, we don't have any. So I wrote the Pokemon company an email. <laughs> I went to support.pokemon.com, opened up a support ticket. This was, this was months ago. This is when Detective Pikachu came out. And I said, look, I'm a little frustrated that you guys are working with Walmart, not because specifically you're working with Walmart, but specifically no one at Walmart knows these promotions that you're working with. Like, I've been to many of GameStop promotions, you know, since HeartGold SoulSilver. I've, I, besides them wanting to try to sell me pre-orders, GameStop usually pretty good with Pokemon collaborations. I don't think I've ever had, like, a dramatic issue there. Target, kind of hit and miss, but nine times out of ten, they know what you're talking about and or grab as many code cards as you want on the counter because we don't care. Yep. <laughs> we, we know about it. We just don't care. And, but Walmart had no clue what we were even talking about. And so that's what I said in the email. I didn't think anything of it, uh, but they, they actually got back to me and they said, oh, we're really sorry. We will send you the Bulbasaur card you're missing. Uh, and I don't know, this Bulbasaur card was like three bucks on TCG Player, so I could have just went to TCG Player and bought it. Well, um, still. Yeah, but, you know, I spent the time to go to three different Walmarts. Uh, and if no one knew what I'm talking about, I can't even, even imagine, w- like, how other people felt for the Bulbasaur. Because I can't be the only person in the, the greater Milwaukee area walking into Walmart asking for a Bulbasaur card. Like, somebody else had to have done this, especially if you're going to the other stores. And this was the hype of Detective Pikachu. They sent me two Bulbasaur cards. They actually, like, they, they sent me a form, like a Google form, and they said, fill this out. So apparently, I'm sure they got other emails. <laughs> uh, so I filled out the Google form, and I, they sent me two Bulbasaur cards, which, um, there you go. Poke, po- support.pokemon.com actually does stuff, I guess. Well, quality customer service is what they do, and that's what they're known for. Clearly. All right, uh, we got some Sword and Shield news and some Pokemon Go news, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we will tackle both of those. So we will see you after the break. Start of the year, start of the month. This is where I bring up the Patreon real quick. I don't know why I said it like that. Anyways, uh... (laughs) If uh, if you have been enjoying the show and you want more Pokemon content, you can actually support this podcast by going over to patreon.com slash it's super effective. Bunch of podcasts have Patreon, bunch of podcasts throw your Patreon, their Patreon, their Patreon in your face. 
every episode. I try not to do that. Try to do it once a month. Beginning of the podcast. Most of you guys probably know by now if you're listening. But, big but, special offer for anyone who is currently a Patreon patron or signs up this month. Anyone who signs up this month or is a current patron. I don't want to leave out anyone who's been supporting. Uh, if you sign up or at any level, the $2, the $5, whatever, uh, I will send some stickers your way, some free ISE stickers your way. I just obviously will send out a little link. You'll fill out the link with your address, and then I'll throw a stamp on it. I'll throw some stickers in an envelope, send it your way uh, to any patron, uh, new or old, for the month of January. So good time to sign up. I don't know, an incentive, I guess, if you're interested. Also, if you're at the $5 level or higher, Irene and I will be doing the new Twilight Wings anime coverage. So those are, I think, seven episodes coming out. So that is seven weeks of bonus podcast for anyone interested in my and Irene's thoughts on those, as well as the whole back catalog of season 20 that Irene and I went through for the anime podcast. And Soon to be uh, season twenty three for the Galler podcast for the Galler anime uh, when it comes out in the United States. I know it's already in Japan. Anyways, that's it. Pretty simple. patreoncom slash It's super effective. Or if that's way too long, uh, it's in the show notes. Or if you can remember, ise dot cash. That's another way to do it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode, and I hope you had a happy new year. Thanks so much. On with the rest of the episode. Party with Wormple during the Adventure yeah. Sync mm. Hatchathon. Mm. Mm. I've got mm. issues mm. with this mm. event. Do you love mm. Pokemon Go, Will? Do I love Pokemon Go? I play Pokemon Go every single day. I'm, I'm popping lucky eggs left and right. Yeah. Do you love hatching eggs? I used all of the special incubators they gave me as a free gift, and I use the infinite incubator every single time an egg hatches. I'm popping a new one up in there. Do you love wasting money? <laughs> well, I mean, I only use the free incubators, so no. Leave it to Niantic. <laughs> <laughs> to one, listen to their community, put a party hat on Wurmple, and then hide it behind eggs. So, but do people understand that Wurmple already looks like it's wearing a party hat? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean no. like you're just like, it's got a spike on top of its head that literally looks like a party hat. Just paint it. You don't even need to go to the store and buy one. Just get some makeup and put some makeup, put some spots on that thing, and you got a party hat. Like everything in Pokemon, a love-hate relationship with with <laughs> Pokemon Go. <laughs> Niantic has listened to the most vocal of fans, you know, the, the Gen 1-ers, as we call them, very obsessed with their childhood, and they wanted glasses on Squirtle. And then they complained that they weren't the right glasses. Well, they weren't the right glasses. <sighs> Look, they all can't be that Squirtle. The Gen Oneers who haven't watched a single anime, but after <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll give them credit. They probably watched the Orange Islands. They probably watched that filler season that was the Orange Islands, but didn't watch a single episode of the anime after the Orange Islands. Didn't go on the journey with Ash and his Trico, who always had a straw. In his mouth. All the way up. Treacle. 
Grovile, Septile. That yep. straw was always there. No justice for Trico. There's probably other Pokemon that I could use as examples too. <laughs> no shiny Noctowl. But no. He had a shiny Noctowl for a long time. Justice for Trico. And then last year, they 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 did this uh, loading screen, and in the loading screen, there was a Wurmple wearing a party hat, and everyone lost their minds. Was it 2018 or was it 2019? I think it was last year. It was, it was a while last year. Back. Yeah. And they delivered party hat Wurmple here, but only in 2K eggs. Which to be ah, uh, you know, to be fair, this is the oh, this is the problem though. 2K eggs are fine because they're a lot easier to hatch, but the game is designed and set up in a way, this is, this is what I hate, Ugh! to give you more 2K eggs, but then you feel like the super incubator that you've purchased, you're wasting it because it, it, it like reduces the walk time by like one third, which you don't really need the reduction on that. So like you're burning through that incubator faster on less egg uh, on 2K eggs, which are easier to hatch. But you don't want to be a sucker and buy the other incubator because for 50 more coins you can get the better one. There's, it's like a no-win situation. Well, there's you the slogan for them. Pokemon Go right there. It's like a no-win situation. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could lose. You, you could not buy them, but then what if you don't get the Whirlpool? Then you don't get the Whirlpool. It will be back. Like everything in Pokemon Go, it will be back. You'll <laughs> get it eventually. Like, if you are the fool that says, I have to have this now, then you are their demographic that they're making money off of. I did not. The picture is cute. But again, like, okay, it's a Wurmple with a hat on it. And then I don't know which evolution I'm getting anyways. And the only no, one that's No, it can't evolve. It can't evolve. Well, then why? Because of who? Well, Wurmple. Okay. When it, when I hate the like when every Pokemon is somebody's favorite Pokemon, I hate that saying <laughs> because it's not true. No one likes Cascoon and no one likes Silcoon. No one. That's <laughs> not true. I like them both. They're they're awful Pokemon. <laughs> but they'd be better with a party hat on. Yeah. Yes. That would be an improvement. That would be a significant improvement. All right. I was checking for art for party hat Silcoon. <laughs> Nothing. Trainers, ready those incubators. I'm going to change incubators to the word money. Ready those monies. <laughs> the Adventure Sync Hatchathon is back, and it's the perfect time to get your leg up on your New Year's resolution. During the Adventure Sync Hatchathon, you will be rewarded with extra Stardust, rare candies, and Unova Stones if you walk a certain distance. That's if you hit the 50k, I think. You can find Pokemon wearing party hats, hatching in eggs, and encountering Pokemon in the wild, too. From Thursday, January 2nd to Thursday, January 16th, you'll be able to hatch Pikachu and Wurmple wearing a party... Pichu and Wurmple wearing a party hat in 2K eggs. You will have a chance of hatching Pichu wearing a party hat from 7K eggs. In two-star raids, you will have a chance to challenge Raticate and Wobbuffet wearing party hats. In the wild, Pikachu will be wearing party hats, which is the same Pikachu party hat that's existed for like three years. And if you're lucky, trainers, you may encounter a shiny Raticade, Pikachu, Pichu, Wobbuffet, and Wurmple, all wearing party hats. Is the party hat shiny? No. No. Hat is the same. It's the same hat. They went to Costco, got the same hat. 
Twice the hatch candy, twice the stardust hatch. Adventure sync for walking 50 kilometers. Uh, so yeah, so the reward for walking 50 kilometers is 50,000 stardust, 15 rare candy, guaranteed Unova stone. Well, if there's one thing I don't need, it's more rare candy. I got like 400 of those things. Mm-hmm. They nerfed it. They nerfed rare candy in like the last month. So you get less what rare candy now from raids. Oh, not that it does something different. I was like, nerfing to me means it does something less. Oh, sorry. Like, no. Does it not give the same amount of Yeah, exactly. Candies? I was like, does it not need two for <laughs> to evolve things? Um, I have a five-star raid uh, in the back of my building in 25 minutes. So should, do, do I care? No, it's the Verizion still. I want that Verizion. Yes, get it for me. I haven't got one yet. I've missed the first two. We're just gonna we're just gonna miss number three because you know what, Greg, you're right. They'll come back. You know what? They'll, come They'll probably back. come back as shiny with Sacred Sword. So you know, I'll I'll, I'll get all three when they come back <laughs> because I can't be Pokemon bothered now. Patience is a virtue. That should be their tagline. Yep. Uh, Heatran is coming back. Speaking of Heatran, uh, Heatran actually, let's share a sentimental moment here, boys. Actually, Heatran actually is not a cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're having a sentimental moment. What are we sentimentaling? We all got Heatran right before my wedding together. We did. We also, did. y'all went to the wrong Denny's. Yeah, no, we went to the better Denny's. I don't remember any Denny's. Oh, I do remember. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that actually that day of driving around Wisconsin... <laughs> From heat tran raid to heat tran raid was kind of fun. It was especially since <laughs> we couldn't find like half the roads half the time because there's a lake in the way. For our, for our listeners, uh, I got married last year, celebrated my one year anniversary for my bachelor's party. Will, who was in charge of it, booked like a house or cabin. I don't know what to call a it. Cabin. Cabin. A cabin. Cabin. Out in the Wisconsin Dells. So we were out there for three or four days. And it was the weekend where Heat Ran was promoted. So on one of the days, I think it was maybe Sunday, uh, we drove. We happened to see a Heat Ran, and there was I think eight of us. So yeah. we took two cars, drove to the Heat Ran. We did it because none of us had Heat Ran because we were in the middle of nowhere. Because most hotels are also gyms, <laughs> and there's a lot of uh, I don't know, statues, historical things in the Wisconsin Dells. There's a lot of gyms, but they're just spread out. They're on all these windy roads that you have to like. Drive underneath the hotel, over this mountain, through this tree, and then you'll get to the spot. There happened to be another heat trance. We drove to that one. And then there happened to be another heat trance. So we drove to that one. And at a certain point, we were like, why are we doing that? <laughs> like, we already got one. <laughs> we already got one. Heat trance not good. Uh, but what we should do now is we should all book the Wisconsin Dells last minute. And now we should go get shiny heat trance. Okay. I mean, it is less expensive in the winter. That's it true. is because everything's closed. And right. we can bring board games, and yeah. I love playing board games. Yes, we had a lot of good board game time that weekend too. It's true. I brought I brought all the good ones. I brought one good one. You did, but it lasted four hours because of Micah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay, so here's my question about this uh, party party hat fiasco. Yes, we've said it in the show. Multiple times, and I, I think some of the Pokemon Go audience has finally started to realizing this, but we've always said this, shinies are not new content, Yep. Or, or but Niantic treats them as new content. Yep. Oh, you got to get out this week. Uh, you can get uh, shiny Hoot Hoot. Like, uh, you got to go. They're, they're out there. That's just shiny Hoot Hoot. 
Now I will I will say like Raticade with a party hat, Wobbuffet with a party hat. That's new content. That's another thing to add to your collection. Another dex entry. Whether or not you want the shiny, I mean that depends on how much money you want to spend. Because <laughs> those are those two are raids only. But they've done this before, and I don't think we've really talked about it. But the specifically the adventurous sync reward is pretty good. So for fifty kilometers, which I rarely ever hit, um, because I work at home, unfortunately. Also a blessing and a curse. Uh, but Who here for- doesn't work at home? Greg. Me. Oh, well, you're lost. But you get 50... 50- I mean, I could, but I don't. <laughs> 50k Stardust. Pretty good. 15 rare candy. Guaranteed Unova Stone, the thing that people are after the most. So if we ignore the adding shinies as new content, they're really focusing on you hatching eggs, giving you a lot of 2k eggs, which you can do with your free incubator. They want you to spend the money for the other eggs, which that's up to you. But is the Adventure Sync reward good enough? Is that like, oh, I, I can get this two weeks in a row if I walk a lot? Does but, the, but I guess the question is like, does that make somebody who never hits the 50k dedicated to hit that 50k to get those three rewards? Oh, it's not. No, no. Nobody's going to go out of their way. 50k. That's a lot of walking. No, it is a lot of walking. I'm at 21 this week. So in 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 twelve <laughs> hours, I just got to double that. Yeah, just go run around a mall somewhere for a while. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of walking. I feel like what they could do at least give like a twenty five k reward. Oh hey, I walked sixty six point eight kilometers this week. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did you go? I well. Uh, usually on Saturdays, I take a six or seven mile walk, which I did yesterday. So Wait, can that you, definitely can you convert miles to kilometers? What's what's fifty k in miles? Well, a ten k is six miles, so it'd be about thirty miles. Jeez, that's a lot of walking. But yeah, I also went to Norway House and the American Swedish yeah. Institute. <laughs> so you're and getting Saint you're Paul getting a number of times. <laughs> fifty. What's your what's your Stardust count at? Where right now, Will? Uh, where do I see my Stardust? Ah, uh, you just click on any Pokemon that you've caught. Pokemon. There's Pokemon in this game. To be exact, 50k is 31.0686 miles. I have 2,932,388 Stardust. So 50k is a drop in the bucket. And what's even more astounding to me is I have 1,619 EV candy. What am I doing with all those? And how many Unova Stones do you have? Well, you bought the $10 um, Reggie thing, so you got one Unova Stone from that. How do I find out how many Unova Stones I have? Is it in my uh, bag? It's in your bag, probably I at the very bottom. I have none. Two right now. I think I got one from the research, and then I got the... I had three total, because I used one to evolve Chandelure, so I have two extra now. I have one Unova Stone. So you're getting another one this week, which is pretty great. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, I think Adventure Sync needs needs to go up, or they need to do something more. Because if they want actual people, like if they want me to get out of my house, fifty k is a lot. <laughs> I mean, I think the rewards are good, but I feel like there should be a reward at twenty five k too. Not as good, maybe not the guaranteed Unova Stone, but something. I mean, there is a reward. It's just a reward. Yeah, it's like it's like what twenty five Pokeballs and like five Great Balls for twenty five k. It's not that great. Well, that's you know, it lets your Pokeball plus if, if you're be walking, extra wasteful. If you're walking twenty five K, 
you probably don't need the the, the the thirty Pokeballs that's popping out. You're already you're already pretty dedicated to the game if if you're recording twenty five k. Speaking of bragging about how much you've walked, uh, we do have a subreddit reddit.com slash r slash super effective and every monday it does a post of like what was your progress in pokemon go where you can brag about you walking i'd be curious to know we have a thousand people over at our subreddit this sounds like an ad it kind of is but it's free (laughs) um i think there's also some people in slack that share their uh weekend progress in pokemon go too my weekend progress in Pokemon Go was I filled up my Pokemon storage yesterday, and I have also maxed out the amount of Pokemon storage I can buy. So, <sighs> how do I have so many Pokemon? Oh, I, I know why. Because know. of my rule, ABC, always be catching. Come on, kids. You got to always be catching. So, I should catch this not to in my house? You, you should. It could if, be if, shiny. If you're not paying attention to the screen of Pokemon Go, you need to have your Pokeball Plus going and press that <laughs> button every time you get the buzz, buzz, buzz. You gotta do it. Before we move on to our next article, you guys, uh, who's committed to the buddy adventure? Anyone? Do we change? Zero oh, percent. Okay. What do you mean to the buddy adventure? Are you are you are you petting your buddy every day? You walking them? You not, take them to new places? Not every day. Well, again, so now that I'm back at work. I have been playing with the buddy feature more because a I have space for the buddy to appear, and two I can I walk around. So I have been taking my Roserade out and walking a bit. But again, it's just like okay. So I see it on the over screen every once in a while, and yep. Speaking of Pokemon Go's, we should have started the show with this because this is this is some math for you guys. <laughs> uh, oh, everybody's favorite segment. Um, we should have a math jingle 2019 year in review digital games and interactive media this is off super data super data research.com that sounds like a legit website yeah super data research as in we're grabbing your data for our own research (laughs) thanks for using please accept our cookie (laughs) cookie laden Website. So All the, right, so what's China telling us today? So uh, the report is Superdata's 2019 year in review, focusing on the health of digital games and interactive media market breakout for moments of 2019 and the top trends going into 2020. Digital games are up 3% year over the year, generating $120.1 billion in 2019, with $64.4 billion in mobile and $29.6 billion in PC and $15.4 billion in gaming consoles. There's a bunch of other uh, statistics here, but let's look at the games. And so you'll probably see a lot of other Pokemon Go blogs reference these numbers. So they're coming strictly from Super Data. That's why I skipped you know, Polygon or Pokemon Go Hub, because they're just pulling from this website. So this is, this is the, the, raw, the raw source here. Let's start with number 10. Let's go up. Number let me and let me know if you've heard of these uh these these are free to play games and these are their revenue in 2019 so only the money they made in 2019 they are free to play games cost you no money to download mobile I think these are all yeah these are all mobile or can be mobile I guess well there's some exceptions here so number ten last shelter survival I think I heard of that it is a strategy game. Has made one point one billion dollars. In, in I need to make one of yeah. these free to play games. I need a Dang. billion dollars. Number nine, Game for Peace by Tencent. Speaking no. of China, <laughs> it is a uh, shooter. 
It's made $1.2 billion. Game for Peace? Game for Peace. They, we know Tencent. They make, uh, they own the classic company Supercell who makes Clash Royale. <laughs> okay, but so are these are mobile games or just, because I'm looking in my app These store are and... all free to play titles in 2019, six of them being mobile games. Okay, because I'm in my app and there is no game for peace. Uh, number eight is Fate Grand Order by Anaplex Inc. It's an RPG made $1.2 billion. Anaplex, yep. they make um, animes. Anaplex. Is this a game? This sounds like a gotcha game. Fate Grand Order, that is one, the, the Fate Stay series yeah. is one of the most favorited, favorite people's love anime out there. So, yeah, that's just an intellectual property that's going to generate cash. I have seen the game. I have been tempted to play the game. I have not jumped into playing the game because it's more than I want on my mobile phone. So, but if you watched that anime, you'd be playing. Oh, it right you now. would be all over it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. It's another gotcha game. Just so you know. Number seven is Crossfire by Smilegate. It's a shooter. It's made one point four billion dollars in two thousand nineteen. Crossfire. 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 <laughs> no. Not that crossfire. Number six. You won't believe number one. Number six is <laughs> Pokemon Go by Niantic. It's an adventure That's only game. Number six. It's only number six. One point four billion dollars in two thousand nineteen. And they can't hire a regular graphic artist. Oh, I will not hear this. I will not hear this <laughs> argument again. One this point is making me excited for where Gardenscapes is going to be, though. $4 billion. Cannot, we s still do not have socks in this game. We still can't change our trainer's hairstyle. <laughs> I was a little upset that there's not different body types to choose yep. from for the trainer. I mean, honestly, at this point, this game has been around for so many years and made so much money. Can I not have a body type that is more in confirmation with my vision of myself? Please, thank you, dear, dear Mister Pokemon Go. Thank you. You're saying all dudes aren't the same height with the nope. same structure and the same hair color and the same face. <laughs> yes, correct. Number neither are all ladies. Number five will. Candy Crush Saga by King Digital Entertainment. It's a puzzle game wrapping around to $1.5 billion. I gave up on that game long ago. How is that still going so strong? Because you get to match three things. Probably because they, they have go, socks. Boop. They don't have socks in Candy Crush Saga. You don't know what they've upgraded to. I do. I know a person who plays it. It doesn't have <laughs> socks. I wonder if my mom still plays it. My mom was pretty addicted to Candy Crush. Oh, I was too. I was too. And then I got to a level where it's just like there was nothing I could do without yeah. paying money. And I was like, I'm out. And it was like level 1,500 or something. My friend Anne plays still and runs the same thing, but takes like time off. And it's like, okay, I just am stuck in a puzzle. I'm going to give it a rest for a bit and then come back. Number four. League. Wait, I got it. Oh, okay. Go for it. League. I was going to say Angry Birds. League <laughs> of Legends by Riot Games slash Tencent. It's a MOBA, $1.5 billion. That makes sense. Now I'm feeling like um, Gardenscapes isn't going to be on this list at all. Mm. Number three, Honor of Kings by Tencent. Also a MOBA, $1.6 billion. 
It's the third time Tencent is on this list. Okay, number two is Dungeon Fighter Online by Nexon. RPG, $1.6 billion. And I'm curious about this one. Is this in my mobile phone? Dungeon Fighter Online. As Greg looks that up, number one. Fortnite by Epic Games. It's a shooter that's made $1.8 billion. That sounds about right. Yep. No Dungeon Fighter Online on my phone, so it has to be a free-to-play somewhere else. Pokemon Go really, uh... Woo! Falling behind. I... Oh, Dungeon Fighter Online is on Steam. I don't know. One So, I mean, there's a lot of money between one point. Four and 1.8 billion, but man, that's for Fortnite being the biggest game in the world and Pokemon Go to be like slightly below it is still super impressive. That, I mean, there's 400 million between it, that's how much money there is. Real big whales in the Pokemon Go sea. Well, I think the thing that's holding Pokemon Go back is the fact that it's mobile only. And we're getting to a point where there is more saturation of mobile phones around, yes, but we're also getting to a point where the free mobile phones, the technology on them is not good enough to run the high-end mobile games any longer. So then people are going moving over to Steam, which is on their PC, and they have... Actually, it's a little more affordable to keep your PC up to date with better equipment than it is to keep upgrading your phone, which you can't upgrade parts of every year. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, the money is shifting away from the mobile phone market and into things like Steam and PC gaming, where uh, there's, it's it's actually becoming more accessible to the marketplace. That's your economics talk from William R. Anderson. (laughs) Pokemon Go can't can't ever get that market because it requires you to be outside. Well, not only that, but when your phone gets so old that it's like clunky and I mean, Pokemon Go has enough technology problems running on a really good phone. Let yeah, alone I mean, that's, to that's a good point. My, my, well, I mean, this is just one out of millions of people, but my sister is a prime example of that where she stopped playing Pokemon Go purely because her phone had troubles running it. And she was a person that played, you know, every day. And now it went from every day to like once a week because... I mean, according to her words, it was just, it just doesn't work when she opens it. Well, I mean, I I have an iPhone, I don't know if I'm allowed to call it 10 or X or whatever, but the first, the, the one of that series that iPhone came 10. out. iPhone 10. And right now, in this year 20 that we are in, if I launch Pokemon Go... And an announcement that an egg is hatching happens immediately after the launch sequence, the game freezes completely, and I have to, like, force quit it and start it over again. Really? I mean, look, they didn't make that much money this year. I guess they can't keep it updated. Can't make socks, can't update the game. I mean, I feel that there's a couple of things... um... Pokemon Go does require a better phone, but it doesn't require a great phone, so there are a lot of options out there. But I think one thing that limits them a little bit is they are held back by a larger company. Like, when you're looking at something like Fortnite, Fortnite is just responsible to themselves. They can make whatever they want whenever they want. Um, Pokemon Go does have a level of oversight and release schedules and stuff that they have to go through because they're working with 
a brand that isn't theirs. So I think some of their growth is limited by the fact that they have to carefully consider a brand that they don't own and respond to those people's needs. So there is a level of extra red tape for any sort of massive improvements or changes that they want to do, whereas other mobile games can be much more agile in how they switch things around. And I think that is a limiting factor as to how much money you can make. If people get frustrated with, like, this is the gameplay and we're frustrated by it or we're frustrated by what you're presenting to us, they have to respond to a larger parent company, whereas other people don't. I would personally put more money into Pokemon Go in the in the places that doesn't feel like I'm getting ripped off. So I don't like I don't mind buying uh storage upgrades even though I think it's kind of expensive. It's like 2 bucks for 50. So I've maxed out my storage, I've maxed out my bag space because that is something that never goes away, so I feel like there's value to that. That is something I benefit from every day I play the game. And plus I'm a hoarder. But for me it's hard to put money in like incubators cuz they're gone. And if I don't hatch what I intended to. Ha- so if I like bought, you know, a, a $2 incubator and I hatched three eggs and none of them were Wurmple, I would be like, well, I don't feel like I got my money's worth because I hatched a soul rock, a soul rock and a Bulbasaur. And that didn't feel like $2 worth to me. <laughs> so I personally stay away from that kind of stuff. But like right now, my big problem is I would like my trainer to look cool and I would like to purchase clothes. I have no problem in games. I like to purchase cosmetics because they're there and I can show them off and this new shirt makes me feel good inside and so here's your $2. But the fact that this game's made billions of billions of dollars in the last 3 years and if I put the $2 shirt on top of the $1.50 pants and the belt buckle goes through the shirt, it looks <laughs> completely awful. It's like what did I just pay for? I just paid almost $4 for clothing items that look atrocious on my character. What am like? What well, am What am off, I actually paying for here? Like I that, have a real if, problem paying for clothing and stuff. Like but that also, in games. if your shirt makes you feel good on the inside, you're wearing it the wrong way. A shirt's supposed to make you feel good on the outside. Oh, my bad. Yes. Quit eating your shirt, Steve. <laughs> but that's kind of like my big problem with specifically Pokemon Go is I feel like the money I am putting into it is just. Like, if, if you're going to charge somebody $2 for a shirt, at least make it look good on the character. <laughs> <laughs> you have one model. Yeah, one you, model. You, have, you don't have different body types. You don't have different heights. Yep. Why is the clothing in this game clipping each other so badly? Like, the Pokemon themselves look great, and I get that Niantic doesn't make the Pokemon models. But you can't they hire... Copy and paste them. You can't hire somebody to, like, really sit down and... I, I'm sure they would probably maybe that maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it doesn't matter how good clo- the clothes look. Somebody sees that lick a tongue shirt, they pay the the two bucks for it, they put it on, it clips through the pants, and they go, "Well, I already spent the two bucks. Who cares?" Yep. Maybe maybe that's actually the core of this. But if I know it's not going to look good, then why am I the, personally? Why would I pay the two dollars? Like I really I would I would probably buy all the clothes in the game at some point over the time. Maybe buy one shirt a month and eventually catch up and have all the shirts. But half of them don't even look good. Oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, that's true. I don't even wear shoes in the game. Haven't worn them for years. And I think my problem is it's just, it's a game I play every day. 
whether it's five minutes or an hour. And so I've already invested the time. So like $2 in, you know, 300 hours of playing a game I like to play is, is, is really nothing. But I feel like there's just such a big disrespect to the player for them to spend money on your clothes and your clothes don't even look good after you, you gave Niantic the money to look good. <laughs> Ugh, that's well, maybe so write a letter to support at Niantic.com so that they can yeah, I'm sure, give you I'm free clothes credits. Sure, they'll answer it in two years. All right, let's take one more break and we have our Sword and Shield news and then our Pokemon of the Week and the Question of the Week. So we will be right back. Clash with Gigantamax Pokemon for great prizes in ranked battles in January season. Gigantamax Pikachu, Gigantamax Snorlax, and more powerful Pokemon are ready to join action in the next ranked battle season. This is off Pokemon.com. The second season of Sword and Shield ranked battles have begun. A handful of Gigantamax Pokemon are allowed for the very first time, including Charizard, Butterfree, Pikachu, Meowth, Eevee, Snorlax, Corviknight, Dreadnought, Sandicana, Sentiscorch will be allowed. Spoiler, these are all the promoted Pokemon that have existed Spoiler the last alert. two months, besides Pikachu, Meowth, and Eevee, which are very easy to get. You will be matched with other players of similar rank to even the competition, and the higher you finish in the season... Uh, the greater the rewards are. Prizes include battle points, ability capsules, mints, and even bottle caps, including golden bottle caps for top performers. Try to meet reach Master Ball rank at the end of the month to earn the best rewards. To start ranked battles, first select Versus in the X menu. Choose Battle Stadium. Choose Ranked Battles. Press the Y button to see the current rules and reg regulations. There are both single battles and double battles for you to participate in. Ranked battles in January will run through the month of January. And check back later for more ranked battle season news. So if you were to do the rank, the first ranked battles, which took place in December, and you were to make it to Master Rank, it doesn't matter where in Master Rank you make it, you would have gotten 600 battle points and three golden bottle caps. Wow. Uh, which I think for me took... It's a time, I mean, it's a time commitment. Uh, for me, it took, I want to say, about 50 battles to do. I think it was like, no, it might have been 60, because it was like 35 wins and 25 losses, I think, is what I ended up with to get to Master Rank. How's it going now? <sighs> One win, <laughs> no, two wins, eight losses, I think, right now. Uh, you can You can definitely tell there was a slight shift in meta. But I'm also very, very bad at battling, so I was pretty proud I made it to Master Rank. But 600 battle points is very, 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 very good. Uh, I was not expecting the three golden bottle caps, which is nice. They're, uh, they're really pushing the competitive. It's almost like at E3, they said they wanted to focus more on competitive. And that was one of the reasons for the National Dex cut. And here we are, where almost everyone playing competitive is extremely happy with competitive, unless your name is Smogon. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, uh, that's Nugget my middle Bridge? name. I don't, I don't know about Nugget Bridge, but I mean, like Smogon, Smogon's always like Smogon was never going to be happy with this because Smogon is designed to make sure everything is as fair as possible. 
Yes. Whereas, like, the Pokemon company, they understand that that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and some, po- I mean, if, if they cared that, if they, if they cared everything was fair as possible, they wouldn't make Pokemon, like, Farfetch or Chimeco or Iglybuff, right? Like, these Pokemon will never, ever be competitive. Well, I don't know, actually. I'd, maybe somebody has made Chimeco competitive. The Pokemon company wanted things to be as fair as possible. They wouldn't have let Landorus run wild for 10 years. I don't know. Ban the genies. Ban the genies. They don't exist. They didn't make it over. They didn't get their passport stamp. Well, they've been canceled. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I have much to say about the competitive stuff. I know if you at least participate in one battle in ranked, you get 50 battle points. Whether you win or lose, if you want an easy 50 battle points, actually 100 battle points, uh, you do one round of ranked, one round of Sorry, one round of ranked doubles, one round of ranked singles, and then at the end of the season, you will get 100 battle points just for participating in both. I am not a huge fan of singles, personally, uh, so I didn't do any singles, but I guess in retrospect, I probably should have done one match. But yeah, 600 battle points for getting a master rank, pretty good. Uh, I don't know if that's you know good enough for you guys to participate. I know Will has... Will, have you beaten the game yet? No, no, I told you. I <laughs> picked it up. I was all ready to get back into it and play it through and finish the game, especially after my nephew shamed me because my nephew's already f- defeated the game and he was doing Battle Tower or something I ain't never heard of. And I went and I stepped out onto Route 9 and there was a little, I was on the bridge and there was a little bubbly fish hole thing. And I was like, well, let me fish for something cool and new. And I fished, and I fished, and I fished, and the exclamation point came up, and out popped an octillery. And I said, you know what? That's why I don't want to play this game. And I killed the octillery, walked back to the Pokemon Center in shame, and put the game away for a couple more weeks. Ugh. That's why, yeah. yeah. You have the weirdest requirements. I just want new Pokemon. Go I want... to the grass. There's like a ton. No, okay. I walked over to the grass, and what was what was there? There was a Marini walking around. There was a Gastrodon walking around. There's some other water dude. And I'm like, first off, this is an ice route. Why are there water Pokemon walking around on an ice route? Why is there grass on an ice route? Whatever. Well, I'll ignore that. But then it's there's like, Cramorant over there. They are water Pokemon. Why are the water Pokemon walking around? They need to be in the water. I was standing on that little riverbank and saw a little mantine or something poke its head up. I don't know what it's, but I could see it in the water. They could put the water Pokemon in the water. Marini is not supposed to be walking around in the grass. No. Why not? Because it gets dried out and crusty. It's right over there. The water's right over there if it needs to take a dip. No, it's but it's like, too icy. Not it's too cold. Wa- it was it's cold, but there are Marini is a Marini is a tropical water Pokemon. No, it's I, not. Ugh, did ugh. did you battle Piers? Who's Piers? Okay. Nope. Well, <laughs> a, it's a funny battle, because a, a the one that you the, the one that you wanted to grab, the one that you wanted to pop up is Croctopus? the most, is the one that is most common to pull up. You just got the second most common. <sighs> you didn't. You didn't like Clobopus. I didn't. I don't have a Clobopus. Why'd you I, get I it? I got because I saw an Octillery. I didn't see a Croctopus. Okay. I like it's seen literally, one yet. I think it's the forty percent and the Octillery. And I 35%. want that dragon that rides on the back of the other dragon. It's like two dragons. The, Dragapult. 
Yeah. I don't know. My, yeah. my friend Tiffany has one, and we were doing raids, and I saw hers, and I was like, I want one of those. Dragon Pulse. Well, play the game. The, the number one uh, Pokemon used in competitive battles right now. Well, well. It's really good. It's real fast. It's very fast. <laughs> I also want uh, the dragon that looks like Dragalge, but isn't Dragalge. And I also want a Poltegeist, because... Dragon that looks like Dragalge? <sighs> I think it's called Eternatus, something like that. Oh, it just looks like a bunch Eternatus. of bones. Is that a dragon? It is a dragon, yeah. Well, there you I'm, go. I mean, I it's supposed to look like a skeleton of a dragon, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Dragalge looks kind of off. <laughs> I mean, if you if you can get get to the final city, you'll get yourself to Eternatus. Yep, they they yeah. they exist. I will get there eventually, someday. Maybe I'll finish it tomorrow night. So, in in your in your in your hate of uh, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, it's not hate. It's Dis- just it, disappointment. <laughs> there was a. Uh, I guess we'll call it a New Year's event, even though uh, the Pokemon Company really doesn't like to say that oh. these are Christmas events or Thanksgiving events or New Year's events. Pokemon Go is also very good at saying this. They will always, <laughs> they will always dance around said event. But uh, more shiny, more shiny Magikarp briefly appear in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield in Max Raid Battles. This is December thirty first off Pokemon.com. Be on the lookout for Pokemon dens in Galar Wild area that may contain shiny Magikarp. Kick off the new year with more Magikarp appearing in Pokemon dens for a limited time. The Magikarp you will encounter? Very limited time. The, the Magikarp you will encounter in Max Raid Battles will also have a much higher chance than normal of being shiny. Don't miss your opportunity to battle and catch these special Pokemon. To take advantage of these better odds in Max Raid Battles, you will need to connect to your Nintendo Switch system to the internet then you will see a pillar of light shining from a Pokemon den in the wild area. You can walk up to a Pokemon den to interact with the Max Raid battle with a Dynamax Pokemon. Your chances of encountering more shiny Pokemon in Pokemon dens will last from December 31st to January 3rd. So grab some friends and head out to the wild area. All right. Can I just a, a little bit more on my problems with Sword and Shield? Sure. Uh. New Year's Day, I had my friends over for New Year's dinner. My mom made a nice little pot roast. And afterwards, we're like, well, let's do some Pokemon raids together. And I was like, you know what, friends? It's the Shiny Magikarp event. Let's go find some Shiny Magikarp, because that's a fun thing that we as friends can do together. So I hop on. I have my Switch connected to my big old TV that Steve forced me to buy that cost a million dollars. That's true. Ultra high resolution that just makes Pokemon look really, really bad when you play it on there. Ultra shiny TV. Ultra, yep. And I like, literally the first den that I went to was a Magikarp den. And I was like, okay, friends, join me. We'll do local play because neither one of you are uh, subscribers to Nintendo online service. This This is mind blowing to me, but okay, continue. And they they started up the game, and they're they're we're all looking. We're on our Y menu, and it's like, well, where's the stamp, Will? There's no stamp. We can't see the raid. 
And that, like we tried it and tried it and I'm texting you and Greg and tried it. And then like my, Trevor started up a, a, a den battle and like we all saw that stamp come up. We joined in. I got a, a, a what's a spinny dude hit him on top. And like Tiffany started up a max raid battle and we all were able, but like whenever I tried to do the Magikarp, nobody could do it. Well, why? Because since they're not Nintendo online subscribers, they can't see it at all. Even though I could see it and they were literally in my house with me. Why couldn't there have been a message up on the screen that said, uh, you guys can't join this raid battle rather than me wasting 45 minutes of my life, not knowing that was the reason why they couldn't see it like one error message error message is like the most popular thing for computer programmers to program they love making error messages all it had to be was like <laughs> uh, your friends can't join sorry rather than me like having to text you and greg like and then like two hours later find oh that's the reason why we couldn't see it <sighs> i don't necessarily think you need nintendo online for the magikarp to appear but you do need Nintendo Online to play with other people online. I think in your instance... We were doing local. Local. But they never connected to Nintendo Online to then tell the server that these are special raids. Yeah. So the way they would have been able to connect to Nintendo Online to get that server push... Because this is the we're going to talk about the the interesting thing here. They would have had to either like update and share their trainer card, or even more or or go into versus, or even more simply like just go into the wild area news under mystery gift, and by connecting the wild area news, it would have pushed the server update even without Nintendo Online. Correct. Well, I wish I had known that. So I think that is the the problem because specifically in the the Pokemon article it doesn't say you need Nintendo online but it says to take advantage of these raids you need to connect your Nintendo online system to the internet. So by going to Mystery Gift and then going to Wild Area News that does temporarily connect you to the internet, which I think is what they needed to do. I don't think they specifically needed Nintendo online. Um but also like I said another way you could do that is by like updating your trainer card and then hitting the share button and I think that connects you. But, okay, so before we, we get to the Magikarp stuff, it is, I feel like if you're committing to a Pokemon game, and I, 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 I don't know any, everyone, look, as a Twitch streamer, I, <laughs> I can definitely relate to people's wallets uh, and how sometimes money is tight, but I feel like if you're going all in on a Pokemon game, I feel like Nintendo Online is just part of that, that, that journey you're doing together. Oh, well, these, it, these folks aren't going... All in. That's that's the thing. They only were playing Pokemon because I was playing Pokemon. If I hadn't said let's do raid battles together, they wouldn't be playing Pokemon. Did they buy the games themselves? Yep. They played through, finished the game, and done. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess those exist. <laughs> like, I just think of it like, I just think of it like you, I just think of it like, uh, I mean, back in the day, like, yeah, it's, I guess it sucks that, like, you have to pay $25 a year. But also, when you're buying a 65, I don't, like, $25 a year is, is, I, I is, realize it, but I also have friends who are like, I don't like to do any kind of subscriptions at all. They don't, they don't want to ever do subscription services, no matter what the cost is or any, what the benefit. They just hate the fact that it's a subscription. 
Yeah, I just think of red and blue of like, that's getting a link cable. It's like 15 bucks. I mean, if it was the Nintendo branded link cable, I think it was 20 bucks. It's like, you needed a link cable to trade. I mean, and I hate the argument of like, well, trading always used to be free. No, in, no. in red and blue, it was not free. It was $20. And let me tell you, it was very, very, very hard to convince my mom to spend $20 on a link cable because she was like, you're never going to use it. And she might have been right. I might have only traded like twice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess your friend could have had a link cable, but uh, it, 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 was never, it was never free to trade. And... It is technically you could trade for free in Sword and Shield if you are in the same room as somebody else. I just it's kind of shocking to me that I guess now that you've explained they beat the Elite Four, they're done with the game. That is a lot of Pokemon people um, to do that to just okay, I'm done playing the game. I'm moving on to different games, but I I it seems this is the second promoted of or okay. So if we don't count the Gigantamax stuff, let's ignore all that. This is the second promoted event that isn't a Gigantamax. They did the Delibird stuff back around Christmas. They made Delibird spawn everywhere. Same 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 concept. You have to connect to the Wild Area News, get the Delibird push. Delibird gave better rewards. It gave a lot of candy. Yeah. Gave Desti knots. This Magikarp gave a bunch of nuggets. So it was so this this is like I guess the conversation I want to move to is. Even if you were like, why? I don't need Magikarp. I don't want to battle Magikarp. I don't need Magikarp. If you're still playing the game, this is like the, this is the best time to money ratio you probably could have gotten of, I'm going to do this Magikarp raid with friends. And even though I don't need the Magikarp, the amount of rewards you're getting, I feel like is respectful of your time. Yes, I agree. Even though I ended up leaving this event with nine shiny Magikarp. And anyone could have looked at me and said, why do you need nine shiny Magikarp? I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, apply for a job one day and write down that I got nine <laughs> shiny Magikarp. Like, it's, it's not beneficial to me at all. The rewards that I was doing and the fun I was having was a, a thousand percent worth it. Like, it was just so fun to keep finding Magikarp with other people and those people getting excited and us getting excited. And it is always fun to be like, oh, this one's shiny. Cool. Um, but like, who can like, like, got two good enough. Sweet. One one will stay as Magikarp, one will be Gyarados. But man, the the amount of nuggets I got was just like, this is awesome. I could I could do this forever. And granted, it was four days, but I think that was a good amount of time too. I think even two days would have been good. I think maybe more than four days might have felt a little bit drawn out because it does push other raids away. If they if they continue to do stuff like this, I think it does then add value, and maybe your two friends would reconsider of like is the $25 a year worth it to them if once a month they can participate in what seems to be I don't know I don't know the easiest way to compare it to maybe like a community day of hey let's come we 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 beat the elite four we we saw the credits we're moving on to different games but once a month for three days uh we can play with our friends come back to Pokemon do these Magikarps, do these Deli Birds, do whatever else they have planned. This game's not even two months old, and they've already done two promoted non-GMAX events. And then maybe they decide to get into competitive, they decide to finish their Pokedex, they decide to maybe actually try to explore the wild. Like, I think this is what we've always wanted in Pokemon games, and they're actually finally delivering that. 
And I feel like that conversation has been lost to people because they're like, oh, shiny Magikarp, which is like cool. <laughs> but like the cooler thing is we're, we're seeing these events now in the game. I mean, I think so, but it may be too little too late since people don't expect this kind of stuff. They're not looking for it to happen. And even though it's happening, they're not going to participate because they just don't expect it. You don't think those same friends, now that they've seen that there's a shiny Magikarp, and unfortunately it doesn't seem like they were able to compete, if there was another, I don't know, anime's debuting, so shiny knocked out <laughs> to celebrate at. Like, you know, o- only, only if I was sitting there and said, hey, there's this shiny event. They won't even know about it. They won't even know. Interesting. I feel like that's... I, so I know three people who have never played Pokemon heavily before, who are very much into Sword and Shield and the post-game, and are like still playing it and get very excited for these events. I think it's hitting more people than we think, because there's something about the Switch that has changed things for a lot of people. I, I know, but it's just your traditional video game player wants to get to the credits and be done. You're right. And even a lot of people who just picked up Sword and Shield because they know Pokemon games are generally a good experience, they get to the credits and they're not paying attention to the Pokemon news anymore. They're, they they just don't want to do it anymore. And this is, this is what Masuda and other higher-end Game Freak people have said. This is why, like, the Battle Frontier didn't make it in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. They completely know that most players get to the credits and they move on. And so it's hard to spend so much time developing a vast post game that the majority of their audience is not going to play. And they need to promote that post game more, like before the game is sold, so that people who are these kinds of games can be converted. I think if you went into the, the, I think the mine, I don't think they did this for Delibird, but I think for specifically for the Magikarp, it popped up in the My Nintendo News. So they pushed it to all Switch owners. In the My Nintendo News, that there was a Magikarp event. Whoever goes into My Nintendo News, yeah, but like I'm I'm just shows up on the side every time I go. I'm just saying, (sighs) like how 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 else do you promote this event? I mean, they had they they tweeted about it. It's on (laughs) Pokemon.com. Robocalls. That's. I mean, I'm getting robocalls from China. Might as well get them from Nintendo. I also think they did something very different with this game, as they introduced what is the post game. Early, like the wild area is the third thing you hit, and so there True. is there is that breadcrumb because you go back to it a number of times, and every time you go back to it, new things happen. And at the end of post game, they're like, "Hey, things have changed there, and you can go to more places." So I think I don't know what more they could do for breadcrumbing to get people to go back there to see these events. Like, they did a really good job in promoting this wild area as being the post-game throughout the entire game. I I don't know what they could do to better promote that they're doing something special. Like, I saw it, but I, I don't know. I think this is the first game where they're actively taking steps to say there is a much bigger post-game. Yeah, and it just may take time. I think I think Will, you're making excellent points of like if if somebody beat the game, saw credits, they put away the game. How do you communicate to them to come back to the game? Uh, are they following Pokemon on Twitter? Are they following Pokemon on Facebook? Do they go to Pokemon.com? Spoiler for that one: No one goes to Pokemon.com. <laughs> They're always people are always shocked that we we continue to pull news from Pokemon.com every single week. Uh, they're a really good resource. They might not be the fastest resource. No. Pokemon.com is a really good resource of what's happening in Sword and Shield right now. 
Uh, they pushed it to all Switch owners. Whether or not they check the My Nintendo News, uh, I don't. Um, but I, I do know it's there. So, like, I don't know how else you communicate to people that an event is going on. And while the Deli Bird event might have passed a lot of people in radar, I think this event was a little bit more effective. But I don't know if it was more effective because they increased the shiny odds for Magikarp. I calculated them myself because I happened to stream on Twitch and because, uh, you know, 200 people were watching me and they were also doing these raids. I said, hey, before you leave for the night, before you say goodbye, let me know how many raids you did. Let me know how many were shiny. Collected all that data and I got about um, 12% uh, of the raids were shiny. Now, obviously there was a flaw in that because it was possible that me and Greg could have done a raid together. We both yeah. got shiny, we reported back, so I figured that number was a little bit higher. I then reached out to Joe DeSerebi, talked to Joe, and he said that he could actually see it in the code. Whatever that means, I, I, I have a lot... Uh, I- <laughs> I disagreed with Joe on a lot of things, but apparently in the code it said that the shiny Magikarp were 8%, um, which does come to a 1 in 12 chance, 1 in 12.5 chance. So 1 out of 12.5 raids would have gotten you a shiny Magikarp, which is higher than community odds, which is 1 in 25. Um, I guess raids do technically take longer to do than just tapping on a Magikarp in Pokemon Go and running away, um, because you can't run away from a raid. I think that's a good amount. I think that's not low enough, not high enough. I think that's a good amount where people were like, oh my gosh, this Magikarp is shiny. And again, going back to the first conversation, even if it wasn't shiny, it's still worth your time because the rewards were so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a shiny on my first one, so it was worth it enough for me. It's awesome. And I think it, I think it does prove, well, uh, not that it needs to be proven. I think like it doesn't matter what shiny odds are. It doesn't matter if it's one in 8,000 or if it's one in five. I think going into a raid and being like, oh my gosh, this is shiny is pretty fun every time. I think that's why Community Day works. Who cares if the odds are one in 25 and they're, they're, they're not as special? Because the hundreds of thousands of people I've played Community Day with in the last three years, they're still excited every time that that Pokemon's a different color and the sparkles appear. Every single time they're still excited. Yeah, I'm excited because it's like, oh... One less that I have to care about until I get to three. (laughs) So the other thing that I think is interesting is that this game has yet to have an update. If we look at the history of X and Y, Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, Let's Go Pikachu, they all received updates in January. Whether or not this game will get an update in January, unsure. There seems to be a lot of things they need to fix. Yeah. Uh, I think Sucker Punch is broken competitively. Uh, there's a couple spots in the wild area where no music plays at all. I don't know if that's intentional or not. The game, at least for me, has crashed three times in the last two months where I can't think of other Pokemon games that have crashed. I mean, there there's a couple issues. but Some people, specifically Joe, thinks the shiny odds are broken for the, the catching slash knocking out method. Although, we don't know. Because we had this conversation a week ago. We only have one person data mining the code and sharing it to Joe. And they've been wrong multiple times in the past. Uh, especially about how people for the first two weeks thought you had to combo. And then Pokemon.com said there are no combos. Except for chain fishing. Which doesn't lead to shiny Pokemon. Only leads to brilliant Pokemon. The interesting thing here with the Magikarps. Are they were all the, the square shinies. 
And normally in raids, because they're static encounters, that raids are the same as Masuda and the same as Tree and the same as any static encounter in the game, where it's 15 out of 16 chance of being stars, 1 out of 16 chances of being squares. Not only without pushing an update to the game, server-side, they were able to change raids to Magikarp, which they've done before with Delibird and stuff. They changed it to Magikarp, they changed the rewards, they changed the shields, which I don't think a lot of people noticed. So if you were in a 5-star Magikarp, you had a 5-star shield. But if it was a 5-star shiny Magikarp, it was actually a 6... It was actually 6 shields. The shiny Magikarp had an extra shield in a 5-star raid, which is interesting. Unless I'm wrong on that. Uh, but that was something I noticed. And then the third thing was they forced all of those Magikarps to be squared shinies and not the star shinies. For whatever that's worth. It's worth nothing, spoiler. But they they seem to have a lot of control on what they can do when they push it out. Obviously, that makes sense. I don't think that like any any of those three things, the extra shield, the rewards, the the type of shiny, uh, was an accident. Okay, question of the week. <laughs> this better be good. We've seen a musical twice this week. I know, ready? Ask me, it's so easy to quiz me on my knowledge of all things around Pokemon. If you ask me, you'll find out what my answer is to the question of the week. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. Beautiful. Not a dry eye in the house. I didn't even do the key change yet. (laughs) (laughs) Find it. Make it happen. Uh, This is from Lance from our Attic channel in Slack. Uh, We actually touched on this earlier. Do you think we'll see voice acting in the series in its life on the Switch? Fire Emblem got a lot of praise for being fully voice acted. Which may be influential for Game Freak. Well, I don't. Okay. Mm. Mm. Uh, Game Freak mm-hmm. beats its own drum. So, would you want full voice acting or just minimal character grunts or phrases like Masters does? Um, I'm trying to think of what game I play that has full voice acting, but when you hit A, it skips to the next thing. Like, I would like full voice acting as long as there is a way to. Also, it's like, oh, Final Fantasy XIV does that, where they'll start the speech, but if you've read it faster, you can hit A and it skips to the next section. That's the kind of voice acting I would like. But yes, I would like voice acting in my games. Although, I do tend to play them with the sound off, but I didn't this time because I had it on the big TV. So, yeah, I'm back to having voice acting. I went all around, all around the world, and I'm back. Voice acting, yes. And and I would say I would I would like voice acting, but... They don't even have enough room to put all the Pokemons. Oh, oh my gosh. A bunch of audio recordings. Who Why are you bringing that up? Who knew that Rude. Will turned into a National Dexter over the last six months? <laughs> it's just because he wants to find things to hate about the game. Because his heart journey. is coal. My heart is a block of ice. You got that right. I would like to see more of a Masters style thing, um, personally. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it if everything was fully voice acted, but I think the I think the master's stuff is is really effective. Is it super effective? Uh let's not get carried away here. 
Will, give us our Pokemon of the week. Well, the last week's Pokemon of the week, oh, what were those horrible, horrible clues, had something to do with me being a kid in Hawaii and fireworks. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, well, because it was related to the typing of a fire fireworks Pokemon, but it wasn't the fireworks Pokemon, um, because it had already done that one. It has uh t- the typing of this the week's Pokemon. Its pre-evolution doesn't have any equal typing to it, so it's a completely new set of typing, and you could only get it very recently. Even though I didn't say this, but its pre-evolution has been around since the first games. But this Pokemon you could only get recently. So who's that Pokemon? It's... Ducklet. Ducklet is not in Generation 1. It's... Alolan Marowak. Alolan Marowak. You are correct. The fire ghost or ghost mm. fire. I don't mm. remember which one it was exactly. Fire ghost. It is fire ghost because Chand- Chandelure, which I said was its cousin, yes. is ghost fire. Yes. So there's the difference. And it's also weird that it can learn um, flame wheel, hex, and shadow bone before level 28, but it doesn't evolve into a little Marowak until <laughs> level 28. So it's like, uh, you guess got to use the move rememberer for those ones, even though it never learned them in the first place. Here's uh, some useless trivia. Alolan Marowak, Weevil, Porygon Z are the same weight as Dawn. What? Hey, Bulbapedia coming through strong here. Really? How light is Dawn? Uh, 75 pounds. Does okay. a 10-year-old girl normally weigh 75 pounds? I don't know. Uh, 10-year-old girls come in all shapes and sizes. Not according to... <laughs> Bulbapedia. <laughs> Alolan Marowak is the only dual-type Pokemon that shares no types with its pre-evolution. Ooh, fancy. Though Alolan Marowak shares the ability to Rockhead with Cubone, a Cubone with Rockhead cannot evolve into Alolan Marowak with the same ability as Rockhead is Cubone's first ability and Alolan Marowak's hidden ability. Huh. That shuffle sprite's real good, though. Perfect. It is, yeah, it's good. It's good. We need... Both sprites are good. Pokemon. Wait, Alola, Alola Marowak was in shuffle? Yeah. Yeah. Everything up to Marshadow was in Shuffle. I guess I gave up on Shuffle too soon. We need Shuffle too so we can get sprites of uh, the Gen 8 Pokemon. I need that Cramorant Shuffle. With or without Pikachu? Uh, All three. You have to have Pikachu, Aracudo. Oh, okay. You gotta have all of them. That makes sense. Uh, What's next week's Pokemon? Well... You thought that Greg's question of the week song would be your only reference to a particular film that has been out. (laughs) But you would be thinking wrong. I was also inspired (laughs) by that particular film for this week's uh, Pokemon of the week. So fasten your seatbelts, kids. (laughs) I'm strapped in. (laughs) If I can do this without laughing. That would be a miracle. What's your right. Jellicle choice? <laughs> <laughs> the Jellicle Pokemon of the week. 
Oh, 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 just let me stare at the burger, the beautiful Burger King sign, like the moon in the sky, the Jellicle moon. The Jellicle moon. <clears throat> in the matter of finding our Pokemon creatures, particular aspects we must keep, we must reconcile their name, their species, abilities quite surely, but also the route where they domicile. In Unova on 4 and 18, if you're lucky, you'll see this week's eating a Yapapa berry. In Kalos, in Hordes on Route 5, there are many, practicing to intimidate to appear very scary. On our return to Hoenn, we traveled quite far to 113, and then we must look very closely. This week's Pokemon can only be found if it peeks out its head, perhaps to be nosy. While visiting Alola, our first trip, no dice. Yet on our return, without too much luck, we discovered some boys before the Red Meadow and some girls near the town with a broken-down truck. Grand Galar with its castles, its curries, its camps, appears to have two routes we can place. The mystery Pokemon, Motostoke Outskirts is one, and Galar Mine number two it does grace. One last bit of advice, if you would be so keen to find a species member with the ability stated... Travel to the wild area, peer into a den. It is in a max raid. You'll be quite elated. Actually, the last line of if it's in a max raid, you'll be quite elated. But goodness, my microphone got in the way. (laughs) (laughs) So hard to write that five minutes before we started recording. Oh, my gosh. I was taking a nap. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, we will be back next week, of course. Greg is on Twitter at White Wing. I am on Twitter at Dragging a Lake. Will is at Wash in the Sink. Uh, I said the Reddit earlier, reddit.com slash r slash super effective. It'll be in the show notes as well. Yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll see we'll see what happens this January. I'm still expecting something in regards to January 15th, but maybe I'm wrong. We'll see, I suppose. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, thank you for anyone who reviewed us in Apple Podcast. I really liked the uh, one-star review about the warts. That was uh, that was wild. That was a Raven Raven review. But thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end of the show. We will see you guys next week. Uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super Skibbleshanks. Say Croctopus. Nah, <laughs> Croctopus. It's an octopus with a crocodile. <laughs> that's that's Gen Nine right there. Like every podcast on the internet, we are supported by Patreon. A shout out to all the producer level or higher patrons, starting with Pancakes, Anthony, Noah, Patrick. Jetsy, Alex, Catherine, Pat Matrick, Jeffrey, Kevin, and Cygnus. Thank you so much for the support. If you would also like to support and join our Slack community, you can do so over at ise.cash, or the link is in the show notes below. I guess it's below if you're holding your phone. Well, 
or maybe not. Anyways, ISC.cash is the easiest way to go there. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week.